From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict, episode 188. Today's show is brought to you by Harry's. My name is Mike Hurley, and I'm joined as always by Mr. Brad Dowdy. Well, you're not just joined by me today, Mike. Oh, we have a guest today? We do have a guest today. Welcome in, Mr. Lee Rubenstein from Art Snacks. Hey, Lee. Hey, how you doing? Good, good. Um, this is pretty exciting. I, I'm I'm thrilled about this. I'm a huge Art Snacks fan. Um, I've known Lee online for I don't know. It seems like it's been a couple of years now. It seems like, and uh, you know, I, I love talking to Lee and, and talking about all his Art Snack stuff. But uh, this is a pretty interesting cat, Mike. Uh, we we found some things out about Lee um, that I was unaware of, that you were unaware of, and we're like. This is going to be we're going to we're going to have some interesting conversation I think about this, don't you think? Oh, I yeah, I was uh I learned a lot going through our show notes before this episode, <laughs> I have to say. So are you nervous now, Lee? No, I mean <laughs> we know everything okay. about you, Lee. <laughs> well, at least like, well, I'm the one who put it online, so I pretty much know what you're going to say. Yeah, I mean, I like to do a lot of things and I think the people around me know I like a lot of things and I'm interested in just learning everything I can about anything. But uh, before, I just want to thank you for having me on. It's, uh, you know, I've been oh, a man. long-time listener to the show, so thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And it's actually been too long for us uh, to, to have you on. We've been wanting to do this for a long time. So uh, thanks for making the time. Now that our schedule uh, is a little bit more normalized, I think we, uh, we can get these awesome guests like Lee. We can get these day workers, huh? <laughs> I know. <laughs> 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 well, let's get into it. Let's get into it, Lee. And, I don't, and we're not going to start with art snacks, even though I think that's what most of our listeners probably know you by. That's probably the only thing they know you by. Um, but actually, you, you're kind of a big deal Tumblr blogger with a blog called Eat, Sleep, Draw. I mean, this is a this is no small uh, feat. And so why don't you tell us about the Eat, Eat Sleep, Draw, which uh, you've been running since, what, 2007, it looks like? Yeah, so... Um... Ooh, all right. You want the long story. Here we go. Uh, so Settle in, actually, children. <laughs> settle in. So everyone's familiar with uh, the blogging platform Tumblr, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I was in the room when Tumblr was created. And let me mm-hmm. just kind of back up for a second. So I was working in the shared office space um, at the time. And there is uh, a corner of the room where these two guys are working you know, on client work and stuff like that. And it just so happened to be David Karp and Marco Arment. And I became friends with them. I didn't work for them, but uh, uh, they were building all this sorts of stuff. And they had like downtime in between projects. And they built this thing called Tumblr. And uh, I thought it was a terrible name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a terrible name. And because I was like, what? What are you trying to be Flickr? And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, which is ironic now because now they're both owned by the same company. But oh, that's true. Um, so he created this thing called Tumblr, and I was on Blogger at the time, and uh, Blogger just felt like a lot of work. You know, I, my background is in art and animation and filmmaking, and um, I'm just was very intimidated by Blogger because of the big white box and the blinking cursor. And so mm. when David introduced me uh, to Tumblr, I was like, "All right, yeah, I'll sign up." And then a month goes by, and he's like, "Yo, Lee, did you sign up?" And I was like, "No." I was like. It's <laughs> like you should try it. <laughs> I was like, I'll only try it if I get the username Lee.tumblr because I can never get that on any social network e- e- ever. And so he's like, fine, I'll give you Lee.tumblr. So uh, I signed up, and then from that day on, I never looked back at my blogger. Uh, I totally got it. Super easy to post. It wasn't intimidating at all. You want to post a picture, post a picture. You just want to, you know, copy and paste the chat. You can do that. Um, so I instantly got it, and it was super fun. 
And so a couple of months go by and me and my buddy Ben, um, we're like, oh, let's, let's, uh, let's create our own tumble log and just post artwork to it. And so we did that and we called it Eat, Sleep, Draw. Um, and so we bought the .com and it became more of like a ritual. End of the day, we would just post our, our doodles and sketches that, you know, didn't make the cut onto this blog. Um, and it started to gain some traction on Tumblr in terms of followers. And this was back when um, Tumblr, could only, you can only follow people. There was, I don't even think there was a like button. Um, it was way, way back. And so we built a momentum um, and uh, my friends were interested in Tumblr, so they signed up. Um, and then I went to David because I got people that were interested in posting to our, our art site. And I was like, hey, David, I got all these people. They want to, you know, post on eSleep Draw. How do we do that? And he's like, oh, you mean like multiple authors? And I was like, yeah. And in my back of my mind, I'm thinking like, is this in the pipeline or is he just going to build it for me? So uh, he, he built it and uh, we had multiple authors on this blog. And so any artist that I knew or emailed me would uh, be like, hey, eat, sleep, draw. Um, and then I would have to invite them to sign up for Tumblr in order to become an author. And it just kind of snowballed. After a couple of months, we had 50 authors on this blog posting at multiple times. And it was just totally random. And um, so I went back to David and I was like, David, I can't keep... <laughs> fielding these requests for all these artists that like this blog that I made. Can you just build something so people can just like send them, send us their artwork. And if we like it, we'll post it. And he's like, oh, you mean like public submissions? And I was like, what? You totally had that built already, didn't you? So <laughs> for, the first six, for the first six months, um, we were the only Humble Log on Tumblr that had public submissions enabled. So uh, at the time, Tumblr was maybe 75,000 users active users and so uh i would now i would get emails being like wait how did you hack tumblr i just submitted my artwork and now it's on the site and so <laughs> I, <laughs> it was kind of ridiculous uh and then uh he eventually opened up public submissions and so now fast forward you know seven eight years we're the largest user submitted blog on tumblr we have over seven hundred thousand followers on tumblr on that one blog um, and more impressive is, uh, I think, the, just the amount of artwork that we see submitted to Eat, Sleep, Draw every week. We get about 1,100 to 1,200 pieces of art submitted every week to our website. Wow. That's insane. How, how do you manage that? How, so You're not managing that directly, right? I mean, <laughs> No, no, no. So um, um, my longtime great friend, uh, uh, Anthony Lamberti, who um, I went to college with, and we have you know, we both went to art school. And so we know what art is good. And, and so he runs the day-to-day -day operations of the site. He's the one that's looking at all of the art that's coming in. And I would say we approve one out of 10 of every art submission. So about 10%. Um, that's a lot. I mean, that's, that's a huge amount for the, the quantity that's coming in, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the vision, it's really his vision of, you know, what art is, is topical. And, you know, we care more about the quality of the art. We don't care, you know, what artist you are, or if you have a big following. In fact, we, we've really gotten um, good at spotting up and coming artists and publishing them first. Um, and Tony's been really, really great about that. And uh, um, yeah, it's just, I think one of our users or followers described it best as 
just this marvelous fountain of art and mm. that's mm. basically what it is and um so he looks at all the art and then um we queue it up and then so about every hour or so um 24 hours a day seven days a week all year um a new original piece of art that was user submitted gets published to eat sleep draw so that's fantastic yeah it's just an ongoing art gallery really yeah, so I, I, I followed Eat Sleep Draw since I kind of first ran into you. I didn't know about it before. You know, I do a little bit on Tumblr, and that's kind of, you know, where, you know, it's kind of like my inspiration board. You know, I'll save things and, and like things on there that I like. But I never knew this story until <laughs> I started digging into this this week. And, like, I my mind's, like, totally totally blown. You're, like, Tumblr user number seven, and it's, yeah. it's your fault there's user submissions and essentially ask me anything or whatever. <laughs> You know? uh, I don't know if ask me anything. I just wanted people <laughs> to submit their art. I mean, yeah. I was in a very unique position at the time. Uh-huh. And to have, you know, the guys in the room that created this thing that is awesome, you know, I'm not going to abuse that um, sure. that environment. I'm going to be like, okay, what can I do that's positive? What can I do that's, uh, you know, would be exciting for this new community? Um, and I just really like art. I, and I'm being very selfish when I'm like, I just want to look at amazing art before anyone else and if Mm -hmm. we like it we'll just publish it to the world i mean that's that's the you know the core of the idea is just awesome art we call ourselves an art gallery but we don't really sell any art we just like it you know so what were you doing at the time you know in that that working that workspace i mean this wasn't your job at the time what was your what was your job at the time or what were you working on (sighs) i was working for frederator um, mm-hmm. Predator Studios, they're the largest independent producer of cartoons for Nickelodeon and Cartoon Predator. Network. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was working there, and Fred, <laughs> whether Fred knows it or not, I mean, he's really been a, uh, like an unspoken mentor. I've just, my time with him, learning from him, I mean, he, he would pull me into pitches, uh, what is it, uh, Adventure Time, uh, that was way back, 2007, when no one even knew what that was, and I got to see the pilot and that sort of thing. Oh, so it was really, yeah. really exciting time, um, and then got, you know, kind of caught up in this internet video thing, and so then I worked for, like, an internet television, uh, internet content company, and um, got really close with Marco and David. I went to Marco's wedding, so it's like, <laughs> you know, it really felt like, uh, it really felt like a really small community, and, and part of me misses that, but part of Art has always been constant in my life, and so I'm really um, excited to have Eat Sleep Draw as this thing that keeps living on on the platform. So, yeah. So I hope uh, David and Marco at least have uh, taken you out to a, a nicer lunch than the chicken deli that uh, you used to visit, right? <laughs> that chicken deli is still around. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. They're not open on Saturday or Sunday, but yet they're still in business. I don't understand. <laughs> so. I- so this obviously played in, in into I guess phase two may be unfair, but you know, there's this there's this idea when did this idea of of art snacks start to like rumble around in your head? You know, you're doing this eat sleep draw, you've got your you've got your day job. Eat sleep draw is not your your full time job, right? You're you're working, yeah. you're doing both you're doing both things and how did kind of the vision of art snacks come in into play? Right. So, um, I mean, I've always been very entrepreneurial. And so seeing the growing audience of Eat Sleep Draw, it's like, okay, what what do you do with thousands of artists? So I was, you know, me and Anthony, we were going back and forth, like, what do we do? Do we do a magazine? Do we do prints? 
do we sell sketchbooks? Like, what do we do with all the, all of these artists? Um, and so we tried all those things. We had Eastleigh Draw Magazine. You probably Google that, but uh, we stopped that after seven issues after no one was buying it or downloading it, and it was just a <laughs> terrible idea because I knew nothing about magazine publishing. So there was a time um, where it seemed like digital magazines were going to be the savior of everything. That yeah. went away real quick when it turned out that nobody actually really wanted them, but everybody it's, thought that they did. <laughs> absolutely. So, I mean, I like to try a lot of things and see what sticks. And so we tried all those things. Um, and uh, because we had our, you know, day jobs and that sort of thing, like it was just like a like projects. Like I like projects. Um, I think everyone that knows me always knows that I have some sort of project happening. Um, and so... Oh, geez, three years ago, almost four years ago, my sister gives me a call and she's like, hey, do you think your wife would like this thing called Birchbox? And I was like, what is that? <laughs> and so she told me, you know, it's sample uh, cosmetics and beauty products uh, delivered in the mail every month. And I was like, oh, yeah, she would love that. Her favorite store, Sephora. She's a you know mm -hmm. super girly girl. She loves that stuff. She loves makeup. And I was like intrigued by this idea that you would get a, you know, a surprise in, in the mail every month. And so uh, I asked my sister, I was like, oh, this is great. You should totally get this for Lauren. Uh, but is there anything like that for me? And she's like, you want smells? And, <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. Uh, Maybe you do, Lee. Maybe you do. <laughs> no, no, no. So she's like, uh, oh, well, what, what do you what do you mean? And I was like, well, is there anything like that for art or art supplies? Is there like a pen of the month club? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I don't know anything about fountain pens. I can just disclaimer. Mm. Uh, in fact, if I use one, I'd probably break the nib. But uh, <laughs> I have a heavy hand. But uh, there was, there was, uh, there was just this, this business model. And I was like, oh, so these people are just shipping stuff and they don't know what they're getting? I was like, wow, okay, well, let's do some research. So my sister and I did some research and the closest thing we could find was this like craft of the month. So you didn't know what kind of craft you were getting and they would send you all the supplies and all the directions. And I was like, okay, so there's stuff out there besides beauty product sample monthly boxes. So I was like, okay, uh, well, if it doesn't exist for art supplies specifically, don't you think it makes sense to try to make one and have a, a project? And she's like, okay, well, let's think about it for a while. Cause my sister is the complete opposite than me. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Let's go. And she's like, eh, let's let's hold hold the phone here. So um, so for about three months, we kind of incubated this idea. What do we call it? Uh, you know, what does the box look like? How are we going to ship these things? So we had more questions than answers when it came to like developing a service. And uh, so we went through all those steps and then we were we were about to, to launch this thing. And uh, I was like getting really nervous because like we didn't have like an advertising budget or anything like that. And my sister is like, no dummy. We just got to make sure it works. And we, you just blog it on eat, sleep, draw and hopefully people will sign up. And I was like, ah, oh, damn, you're so right. <laughs> <laughs> I have this huge audience and don't know what to do with them. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I just got really caught up in the, the new project that I didn't even realize like, oh yeah, we have like 500,000 artists in over there. Yeah. Let's, let's see if they like it. So. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's just how deep I get into projects sometimes. And it's my sister and, and sometimes my wife to pull me out and be like, no, you actually need to be going over there. So uh, that's the really short version, but I'm sure you want to tease it apart and try to pick 
you know, my brain a little bit more about, you know, the ideation of Art Snack. So. Yeah, there, there's definitely some some things I want to get to. Um, I, I think before we do that, Mike, let, I think let's talk about our, our good friends at Harry's. You bet, Brad. This week's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Harry's. Harry's are awesome, and this is why we love them. And it's because they make incredible stuff, right? And it's time to think about New Year's resolutions. You know, it's 2016 now. We're still in January. It's time for a fresh start. And a new great resolution is for you to stop having to pay to get a great shave. And this is where Harry's comes in. Harry's make their own blades. The German-engineered five-blade cartridges. They give you a close, comfortable shave without cuts or razor burn. Harry's believes so much in the quality of their blades that they guarantee this quality. They'll give you a refund if you're not happy. So I'm sure that you're going to love them, but if for any reason you don't, they'll refund you because they really believe in their products so they put their money where their mouth is. Over 1 million people have switched to Harry's, and you should be one of them. So like a couple of days ago, Adina comes in uh, to the room, and she's like, oh, we need to get some more of those blades because I use them all. It's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, you know, this is, that is her, my girlfriend's stamp of approval. She uses my Harry's razor. And I know, Brad, that you have very similar problems at home as well. So this happened, uh, this seriously happened about three, four days ago. Um, I get a box in the mail and I'm sitting at my desk opening and opening it. My daughter comes by and, you know, I get tons of pens and paper and I mean, every day I'm getting boxes, it seems like, and I'm sitting there, open the box just randomly. She hasn't seen what's on the box, what's inside of it. And I'm still like, you know, cutting it with the knife. She goes, is that another razor? <laughs> and I'm like, how do you come up with that? Like you thinking it's another razor when I get pens, like literally every day, how does this even happen? It's because she uses, a Harry's razor, and she wanted to know if it was another one she could have. So I just thought that I just thought that was super cute. She didn't care about the the pins or anything that I was getting. She just wanted to know if I was getting another razor, and uh, I thought that I just died laughing. Harry's do make great products, and they clearly hit with all the family as well, which is awesome. Yeah. Harry's high quality stuff will give you a great shave at about half the price of the other big brand blades that you might be used to. For example, on average, an everyday shaver saves $150 each year on blades using Harry's. They ship them to your door for, for free, and they have a great starter set for just $15. You get a razor, moisturizing shave cream, and three razor blades. But you can get that for $10. Because if you go to harrys.com right now and you use the code PENADDICT, you'll get $5 off your first purchase. So you could get that fantastic set for just $10. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S.com. Use the code PENADDICT at checkout for a special $5 off your first purchase. Stop overpaying for a great shave and start the new year right. Thank you so much to Harry's for their support of this show. All right, Lee. So... You and your sister Sarah are, you know, taking some time to to kind of get the the game plan going for Art Snacks. I want to know what the brainstorming list for the name looked like. Oh my gosh! Because I think you killed it. I mean, you, I mean, you clearly this one rose to the top for a reason. But how how hard was it to come up with a name? Knowing that, doing that myself, um, that's like one of the most stressful things about starting a business. It's not even like where's the money going to come from and where's the product going to come from. It's what are we going to call it and we're stuck with that once that decision's made. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I love naming things, but mm -hmm. I must say that my sister named this uh, this company. So um, that sounded painful for you to say. Yeah, I know, but my <laughs> names were 
my names were terrible, right? So I had like <laughs> artsupply.me or whatever it was. It was terrible. <laughs> I mean, I, I actually have, I'm trying to look up the list, but it's not worth my time. So yeah, um, no, you don't have to. <laughs> but that's the one that I do remember. And she's like, really? Artsupply.me? <laughs> you really want to dot me? I was like, eh. they seem trendy at the time, but, um, but art snacks. Yeah. So we knew we wanted to send four or five items every month. Um, but, uh, we also wanted to include a piece of candy, uh, which we don't really advertise that we send candy every month. And the candy mm-hmm. is different as well as the art supplies. So um, it's kind of like a little treat, uh, pun intended, mm-hmm. that uh, you get, you know, you get your, your monthly serving of art supplies and then you get a little piece of candy. So um, our customers, especially if they're a new customer, they just get super excited. They're like, what? Starburst? What? This is amazing. So... <laughs> Um, they get really excited and they chomp on their candy and test out their new supplies. So one of my favorite things about art snacks, like the candy, is great for me because most of it is stuff that I can't get in the UK. It's like, <laughs> right, it's American candy, right? So it's it's yeah. totally it's a totally new experience for me. I've had some weird stuff in those boxes, man. <laughs> <laughs> like the really soury things and stuff like that. It's like, oh, this oh, looks nice. Oh my god, what a- <laughs> what's going on? Yeah, that's that's huge over here. My kids fight over the candy. I mean, my my daughter will fight over the art supplies, but they mostly fight over the candy. Yeah, so that was like you know just a little bit extra thing thrown in mm-hmm. the box that's so cheap but also so like exciting because you're not expecting it and so we also one of our core values of our company from day one was like we want to surprise and delight our customers and you know we've read all the books the uh the zappos books um and all that stuff and so we really wanted to have a very customer experience focused company from day one so that's just just a little extra thing it just so happens to be like well let's you know what about art snacks and so my sister came up with this this great logo, the pencil pretzel, and so good, it's yeah. So, good. so I mean, she's the creative mastermind behind the brand, and she actually really has that brand experience. She used to work at Rulala, um, mm-hmm. doing their their online pop up shops, and and uh, um, then she worked at a, a men's fashion label for custom menswear called Blank Label, and so she's really approaching this company. From day one as, okay, what would happen if uh, an art supply brand or service was treated like a fashion brand? And so that's really our positioning in terms of our marketing and our creative. So, Yeah. So do you recall what was in the first box that you built? I want to talk about that. I want to talk about how building the first box and do you you even remember what's in it? I remember a few of the items. It was definitely a Mm -hmm. Blackwing. Um, Yep. Because it was just so, I, I, you know, it's, it's, it's a thing that came back from the dead, if you know much about Blackwing, and I'm sure your audience does. Um, it came back from the dead, and not many artists know about it, and it's just a really good pencil. So I definitely remember a Blackwing in there, um, uh, and I, I, it wasn't a 602, it was just a straight-up Blackwing. Uh, yep. uh, man. It's all on our website. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've, I've, I have it. I'm staring at it. That's why I'm asking you. We're testing oh. it. <laughs> so you had the uh, the black wing pencil, mm-hmm. the black matte black wing, the mm-hmm. sharpie brush tip permanent mm-hmm. marker, um, mm-hmm. which you rarely see. I mean, that that was pretty cool. You had the spangle green mini jumbo triangular learning pencil. Mm-hmm. You had the Reeves gouache artist paint, mm-hmm. and the Solo Horton camel hair watercolor brush size too. So yeah. When you're sitting there, like, planning this, tell me about just planning the first box. Like, you, 
you want to get this right. I mean, that's a kind of an important deal. The, the very first one you're shipping out. Yeah. Um, geez. Wow. These are tough questions <laughs> because we, we've done so many boxes within the last three years. And my mind right now is looking like six months in the future of like what products we want to feature then. So going yeah. back to that first box, I think we just wanted to um, put some items in the box that just, you know, you're familiar with a pencil, but you don't know Blackwing, right? right. You're familiar with Sharpie, but they make brushes, you know, that sort of thing. So uh, I think that was our thinking for the very first box. Um, but more importantly, we wanted to make sure that we could, you know, ship it on time and right. that it looked good in the box um, and that people felt like they were getting, you know, their money's worth because it is a blind box, right? So, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, think, wow. I think that's what people look at a lot on the, like on the blind box things. They kind of try to do some math like in their head real quick and mm-hmm. say, am I getting, is this worth, you know, my my money and mm-hmm. I, I art snacks always has been because y'all do what y'all do great i think is find just products that people haven't seen before i mean i'm one of the most dialed in people in the in the in the pen world and you come up with something that i've never even seen before and i just think that's so much fun uh to open a box and see all these cool things i how do you guys between you and your sister how do you like plan this stuff out, like figuring out, you know, where you're going to find new products and sourcing them. It just has to be like a constant, not a battle, but it's just a constant work trying to put that puzzle together, I guess, every, every month. Yeah. So, I mean, without going into specifics of our secret Mm -hmm. sauce, um, Mm -hmm. but I can say that going back to that first box, like we're, if we're going to send you gouache, like we got to send you a brush, right? So we, we right. I can't assume that our customers has a, have a brush lying around. So that that's part of our, our kind of curation. Um, we want products that work well together right out of the box. And we, we've been pretty, pretty set on that mantra from day one, box one. So that's kind of it. I mean, like you said, we're looking for products that are not only unique, but also super high quality. And um, nothing that you can find at Staples, right? So like um, a lot of, that's just our thinking. It's like if you're subscribing to this service and you have to wait a whole month for it to come, what? why would we send you stuff that you can find in Staples if you can just go down the street and get the stuff at Staples? You know what I mean? So that's kind of our right. our, our secret sauce positioning from day one. So uh, yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, I, th- I think that I think that's great. And I think, Mike, you got an Art Snacks box before I did, if I'm remembering this correctly. And I remember you enjoying that receiving things you would have never bought for yourself that you could mm-hmm. go play around with. I, re- I remember this conversation now. I didn't go back and listen to the specifics of it, but that's coming up now that Lee, Lee's talking about this, right? I mean, you you enjoyed getting these different things that you would have never bought and, and playing around with them and seeing what you like. Yeah, over the last few years, kind of like I, I dip in and out, right? So I'll get them for a few months and then stop again because I just end up with like right. tons and tons of boxes. Like I just right. have, I actually have like a cabinet full of art snack stuff, which is <laughs> awesome. Nice. Uh, 
and because I don't I don't use it as much, right? Like, so I don't really do art stuff. But I like what I've always liked is like getting like interesting pens, like weird, really strange stuff that I wouldn't have seen, right? Because it's right. more art supplies than like the usual handwritingy things that I do. We will get to something that you're doing a little bit mm. later. That I'm very excited about. <laughs> um, but I've always I always loved the mystery of it. Like you just open this box, like what is this stuff? And my favorite thing that you guys do, bar none, is the little card card inside yeah. that tells me because otherwise there's stuff that i get in that box and be like i don't know what to do with this <laughs> i could not i could not agree more and that wasn't in the in the first was that in the very beginning lee did y'all do that yeah yeah i think okay. i think that's actually the most important item in the box every month and yeah, I, I um not agree i think i found the first episode where we discussed it episode 57 okay. i'll put that <laughs> in the show notes that was in right. june 2013 yeah and so sarah uh, is you know the copywriter for these cards she and i test the products way before they're even considered for any box uh, before we start you know curating for whatever month and uh she does an unbelievable job um taking an item and very succinctly boiling it down to why is it here what does it work well with and why are we featuring it now and uh, i think also, we recently put the retail prices in the box uh, on mm, the card. Mm-hmm. So that's something new, but uh, we've always had that card. Um, and it's, it's, it's one thing to just get items in the, you know, but to have a brand voice of being like, hey, you know, crank, it's, this is where it's coming from. And this is how you use it. You can drip it. You can do all the things. So, um, and uh, it was really, really important from, from day one to have that little info card in fact people collect them for some reason i i don't know i mean <laughs> i mean I, I use them as bookmarks i just keep them yeah. around and I'll, I'll slot them in a book for when i need it once i once i read it i always have to refer to them two or three times because there's something in there like really interesting i can't remember this one pencil from a few months ago that i had never heard of i had to keep reading about it and i was like oh that's just pretty cool i'm glad they give me that information up front yeah well i'm glad yeah i mean it's 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 the brand voice, um, and uh, it describes the item and what it works well with. And I think yeah. you know, it's it's a no brainer to put it in the box. Do you see a, a change in what y'all have provided, say, from that first box to what what's um, what you're shipping out now? I mean, is there any kind of kind of conscious change that you think's happened between these as as the years have gone by, and you keep building these boxes every month? Yeah, well, the number one thing is we started putting retail prices for each item on the box, um, so that's definitely a change. Um, in terms of the boxes in general, they, the quality of the items have gone up significantly as well as the overall value, um, Mm -hmm. as at the same time, still being curated so that they work well together. And I think that's just the nature of just scaling a business. You know, you, you, you're bigger now and, you know, people want to be in your box, you know? (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, yeah, go ahead. That, that kind of changed your life in a bigger way right i mean this when you started this this you did not quit your job and say hey i'm building art snacks and this is what i'm going to do this at at some point um you you hit a threshold where art snacks is growing and you're like i think something needs to change right yeah yeah so about two years into the business well let me go back so for the first two years my sister and i were doing art snacks on the side you know we both have full-time day jobs and uh, we saw the business growing, and then 
after two years, it was actually March 2015, so last year, um, where I got like the go-ahead for my wife to be like, yeah, looking at the numbers, it probably makes sense for you guys to, you know, focus on um, art snacks full time. And then so uh, it was actually really hard for my sister because she actually liked her day job working at a men's mm-hmm. fashion, you know, startup. And, and so we really had, uh, you know, to talk about it. You know, when would when would be the right time and that sort of thing so yeah we're we're 100 full-time on art snacks building this business you're actually talking to 50 percent of the company my sister <laughs> is the other 50 percent. we don't have any staff <laughs> we do all of our own social media we do all of the, um, the creative stuff on our website the photography the copywriting um and there's so much more we want to do and so yeah so th- it was think- really, really, it was a hard decision, but, you know, I, I, we have great, great supporters, um, you know, telling my in-laws that, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to quit my day job and focus on this art supply by the mail business. And they were just super great, super supportive, as well as my parents. And so, yeah, and my wife. So, so Mike, it sounds like me, you and Lee have a new podcast um, about <laughs> quitting your jobs. <laughs> And, and going full time doing something you love, uh, I I think we need to just go ahead and book that for the future. Uh, what do you think? Good idea, bro. <laughs> just because that's what you need is is twenty twenty more podcasts on top of the twenty that you already do, right? I mean, <laughs> something I, like I, that. I already have a name. I mean, it's three unemployed guys, so that's it. <laughs> fun employed. We are fun employed. Yeah. <laughs> So, so speaking of fun, out of all these boxes, do you have a singular favorite product that you were either just love the product or you were super jacked to like be able to acquire it and, and get it into these boxes? Is is there is there a Lee special uh, oh, that, you, yeah. that you just love? Yeah. So the uh, the Carandash, uh Swiss wood pencil that smells like the chocolate forest of Switzerland. Oh, uh, yeah. You have no idea how hard it was to get that, that pencil in the United States, right? Yeah. So, it's, we weren't sure it was going to clear customs. <laughs> <laughs> were you were you sweating it? I mean, was that like a, a like a, a legitimate concern getting that getting um, that sourced? Well, first of all, it's one of the best pencils I've ever had or held or smelled or used ever. Uh, not just for drawing, but just for like note taking. So like, it's a super premium item, even though it's just a pencil. So it costs way more than a normal pencil, but also just trying to find a supplier that could, you know, get us the quantity that we needed on time. I mean, we're planning months in, in advance. So like we, we, we found this, this distributor and it was just, just like, oh my gosh, it does exist. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that's my all time favorite pencil that we've ever featured. Um, any of the products from Crank are super awesome. Um, those are some, and they're also great people to work with. Um, mm. There's also a brand called Aristo, um, and they make more technical items. And mm. I'm really, I'm rocking my Aristo DK 2.5 right now. And it's this amazing retractable mechanical pencil with a eraser that spins up. Um, to erase, it's really cool. Anyway, I'm I wondering send... if this—I'm wondering if this is the pencil that I was thinking about earlier that I couldn't remember. Um, 
the name that I had never heard of. I, I wonder if that's the same thing. Yeah. So Aristo, I believe it's Austrian. And yeah, this is uh, this is the one. This is exactly the one I was talking about. Yeah. So the Aristo DK2, uh, we've gotten emails because you can't find that mechanical pencil anywhere. They don't yep. sell it online. Uh, I'm really amazed that we got it, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so that's the sort of thing that we want to bring to our customers are these super amazing, high quality products and art supplies and art materials that you're just going to want more of. And we're running into that problem now where there's a pencil that I really, really want. And she's like, listen, we can bring this over for you, but we're not going to sell them. <laughs> so if your mm. customers want to buy more of them, they're out of luck. And I was like, ah. so, I mean, it's, it's stuff like that. Um, yeah. anyway. So, uh, how does it feel having to one-up yourself every month? Do you, do you feel like, is that a pressure that you think about? Or you just think about putting together like the, the best box that you can every month and it is what it is. Not that I have to win every month, but over the last month. Um, I wish Sarah was here to talk about that. Cause it is a challenge. <laughs> uh, it is a challenge to, it's not one up yourself. It's more like keeping things consistent, right? Keeping mm -hmm. on a consistent schedule, shipping out boxes, keeping the quality of the items super consistent. And that is challenging because there's times on our like master spreadsheet where I'm just like, yeah, we should probably add another item there or maybe this is too much. And so we, we really don't know until the final item comes together after, you know, the curation process and you're like, oh yeah. And people respond to it on Instagram and and that sort of thing. And they're like, oh my gosh, Art Snacks, this is the best box ever. And so that makes you feel good. It's kind of like making a movie, actually. You know, you, you write the script, you shoot everything, and then you don't know until it's in the theater and people respond to it. Right. Well, on the flip side, have you ever put a like just a mega dud in the box that you're like, oh, this did not work out as I anticipated? Um, not the entire box. We've had an item. No, no, uh, yeah, like a single product. I mean, yeah. you, you don't have to call anyone out by by name, but no, yeah. Oh, it, it happens. Uh, you know, there's especially on some new items. You know, the manufacturing manufacturing process is not you know 100 percent yet, and so there may be defects. But you know, if there's anything that comes up like that, you know, we're pretty responsive. Uh, we take great pride on our customer service in terms of. You know, if there's a defective item, just let us know. Send us a picture. We can send it back to the manufacturer. Let them know how to improve their manufacturing process. Hey, you know, the ink leaked off the side of the cap nib or something like that. Mm -hmm. So, um, and our product partners really value that feedback. Um, and then if you let us know, we'll just send you a new one that works. So, I mean, we're pretty, pretty open like that. So, aside from putting together this box every month, which is just to me, it it's a got to be a really really difficult thing to do i mean this is this is not an easy thing to to put together and you've obviously you know got it down to a science between you and your sister i mean y'all just nail it every month you decided to double down and do more <laughs> right so you yeah not only have these you not only have this monthly service that's just killing it and you know you've quit your day job you're doing this full time Let's throw some more stuff on it and do this thing called Art Snacks Collections. Why don't you give us kind of the the overview of how that came about and what the the collections um, are as far as in the Art Snacks lineup? Sure. Yeah. So uh, Art Snacks Collections, it's a series of bigger boxes. Um, I don't know if we touched on this, but our, our normal regular monthly boxes are very small and linear. They're about two inches by two inches by nine inches long, and uh, they fit really nicely into about 90% of all mailboxes in America. 
But mm-hmm. also more importantly, they uh, they fit about ninety percent of all uh, art supplies ever made. So that's uh. why we chose that box. But throughout the year, we also find these amazing sets um, that just won't fit into our small monthly boxes. So Sarah and I created this collection series where it's a bigger box, um, a full range of colors, um, big notepads and sketchbooks and stuff like that. Um, and so we find these great products throughout the year. And so we, we curate those as well into these bigger boxes. And we kind of put loose themes around them. Um, the first one we ever did was uh, last year or the year before. And it was the... Uh, the Arts Next Studio Collection, super premium, higher price point than our normal monthly uh, box and uh, not on a subscription. So if you just wanted to buy one time, that's it. We'll ship it to you. And so it's about eight items. Um, and, you know, the retail value is way more than what we than what we charge for it. And so that was the studio collection. And then uh, we were like, oh, it did really well. Let's let's do like a summer uh, collection as well. Um, and so we came up with the Art Snacks Travel Collection, which we launched in June 2015, I believe. And then uh, those were items that are super high quality, but maybe great for traveling or going to the beach and sketching or going to the park and doing some watercolors or just throwing in your uh, carry on and, and hopping on a plane and going to the Caribbean or whatever. So those are more like not smaller items, but travel-friendly items um, that are completely different than anything we've ever featured in our monthly boxes. So really, you know, we're all about curation and connecting the dots about what works well with what and in what environment. So that's that was the travel collection. Uh, and then we did another studio collection this past holiday season, which went tremendous. And we sourced some product from just some amazing manufacturers and brands. Lacoste, we had this like metallic set of three acrylics with like real flakes of copper and stuff like that. Just like super premium stuff that you're definitely not going to find in your local art store. Um, and so that went really well. And so this year we're, we're really, you know, we're going to continue with our monthly boxes and make sure those are really, really super uh, high quality, but also, you know, do more of these bigger boxes because there's just so much product out there. And, uh, what we actually launched yesterday was the uh, first of like a discipline specific collection. Um, and there'll be more collections throughout this year. We're definitely going to do uh, another travel collection this summer. And then every year we'll, we'll do another studio collection. And the products are different from year to year. So even though it's called the studio collection, you're, you're going to get completely different products than the previous year studio collection. So these are really, truly limited edition one-time big boxes so um yeah pretty excited yeah so like in each of these boxes and we're going to talk about the new one in just a minute because i'm mad at you um the (laughs) 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 i'll tell you in a second um the um so you're not only uh getting these these um larger size you know more um you know more specific to the collection items you're doing even more with each in either launching a product with a retailer or getting a first look at a product to 
you know, something that's going to come out in the future. How did how did that come about to be part of the box? Because I think that's one of the key parts of the box. I like I like you know getting you know you know first first look at something or something that hasn't been launched before. And, and full disclosure, you and I worked together um, with Knock for the travel collection last year. And yeah, that just yeah. that went extremely well. But I just like how how did you decide to have this this little bit of added exclusivity in the, in these boxes? Yeah, we just think, you know, we just want to make cool stuff. And I think it yeah. just comes down to that. You know, in the core of our business, you know, we just really effing love art supplies, you know? Yeah. Uh, and and uh, if there's an opportunity to make something new that will add value and, um, it, you know, excitement to whatever we're doing, even if it's a regular monthly box. I mean, we've done limited edition and exclusive first look products with our monthly boxes. That's true. That's true. Um, that's right. So, but with the, 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 you know, the studio collection and the travel collection and some of the other collections, you know, we really, you know, uh, these product partners that we deal with, you know, we don't call them vendors, we call them product partners because we're actually working with them to develop new items. We're in their product pipeline. And so when, you know, there's a, there's an item that we feel makes sense, um, we'll, we'll help them develop it and, uh, yeah, I don't know if that answers your question. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I think that perfectly answers it. So, um, we didn't necessarily plan the podcast around the the launch of this collection. Uh, you launched yesterday, which is the lettering collection, which just kind of kind of happened. And I'm mad at you because you cost me money. So as soon oh, as that yeah. happened, I was like, oh man, they. I know what Art Snacks does, and to do this lettering collection, which, you know, I'm not like totally into lettering but i want to be into lettering so i was like oh i've got to order this box and it's costing me money and uh, uh but i'm so i'm so excited about this box so tell us how the lettering uh collection that launched yesterday uh came to be yeah i think sarah and i you know we're we're just really good at spotting trends right so and and uh not just with trends in fashion i mean sarah's very very focused on on you know what's new what's hot what's that sort of thing but in like how do you translate that to the art materials or art supplies industry. And we just see the rise of, um, you know, creating beautiful letter forms, not necessarily calligraphy. Uh, right. I must say, this is not a calligraphy box. There's yeah. a very distinct difference between calligraphy and lettering. Lettering is the form of actually drawing the letters with no typographic standards or repetitive styles. Lettering is uh, different because... Calligraphy is repetitive styles, right? So you're you're right. not lifting the pen, or maybe you are, and then you're doing flourishes at the end. And so this is more of like illustrating letters. So that's what we really wanted to make sure was clear when we were launching this collection. And that was actually something we were wrestling with. Like, are people going to be confused or upset when they don't have calligraphy stuff in their box? And so hopefully we made it very clear that, you know, you're illustrating letters and you're not doing calligraphy. So um, that's just one thing that was challenging for this box. Um, but we also wanted to, you know, dive in a little bit to a very specific discipline, the travel collection, not really specific, the studio collection, definitely not specific at all. And so lettering is more of a focused discipline that you can learn. Um, and so uh, to put it over the top, we reached out to our, our friends at Skillshare. And we're like, hey, we're thinking about doing this. And, you know, it's crazy expensive to produce our own lettering instruction videos why don't we team up with you you have a great catalog of lettering classes available maybe there's something we can do together so that's that's what we did that's really cool um and i, I love the 
the fact, you know, nothing against calligraphy, but if it was a calligraphy box, I wouldn't be interested. This is like exactly what I'm interested in, you know, this type of, <laughs> of writing style. <laughs> so we and, definitely and you read your mind. <laughs> yeah, you totally read my mind. This is like, this is like the Brad box, uh, if you will. Um, you know, because I've been like calligraphy, you know, I'm not into like the fixed letter forms necessarily of calligraphy. And it's it's a great style and my my handwriting can can do calligraphy, you know, pretty well. But I wanted to learn about, you know, these different kind of, of more artistic forms. And uh, I, I'm pretty excited about this box, if you couldn't tell. Yeah, I mean, I think you're upset because you knew it was going to come on. And then I was like, oh, yeah, well, we're going to launch something <laughs> that week. And then I didn't say anything. And you're like, yeah. Come on, Lee, you got to give me a hint. <laughs> so, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. I had, I had no, uh, until I got, uh, I don't know if it was an email or, or a tweet, and I was like, oh, Lee, you got me there. Um, <laughs> but were you having a, a little bit of a, a breakdown on, I think it was Monday, uh, you know, I'm sitting here watching my, my Twitter feed, and, and uh, at Lee Rubenstein tweets out, shipping is hard. You know, were you, were you having some second thoughts here? No, 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 no. Uh, we, we actually have a great... Um, uh, fulfillment partner. So mm-hmm. we have a warehouse. Um, for the first eight months of the company, like we were shipping out of my one bedroom apartment in New York City, <laughs> which was just <laughs> insane. And I do not recommend it in the year that you want to get married because that's a terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> yeah, we could, Jeff and I can tell you some stories too. Yeah, but uh, you know, we we do have uh, we do have some. Um, we just have issues, you know, it, hap- it happens, yeah. you know, we just feel for our customers, you know, oh, it's stuck in customs. I mean, we ship to 27 different countries around the world. It's insane. And That's so, awesome. yeah, it's, it's, it's gotten way bigger than we ever thought it would be. We have a great fulfillment partner. We just have a new international shipping partner as well. And so, you know, there's kinks, it happens, but, uh, uh, and it's never going to be perfect. So, and, and when right. a customer emails in and Sarah and I talk about it, I'm like, yeah, I know it's, it's hard. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, so what's next? I mean, you, you're you're firing on all cylinders right now. I think you know from from at least the the public pers- per perspective, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I I think you know Art Snacks is, is really you know, like hitting its stride, and everything's looking awesome. And you know, you've introduced these collections. Is there something else y'all are y'all are working on that you can share with us, or or maybe just a general uh, idea of of what's coming in the future for for uh, you and Sarah? Yeah, so um, I'm not going to disclose everything because uh, that's not fun, but mm-hmm. uh, it's actually more fun to have you squirm and then be like, Lee, you cost me money. <laughs> um, but Appreciate we're definitely going to be doing the travel collection this year. We're definitely going to be doing another studio collection this year. We're going to add in a couple more of these big collections, which I won't name, um, but there's some really, really cool stuff. We have some calls lined up, um, some collaborations so like this this uh this lettering collection we collaborated with skillshare because we don't just want to give you uh supplies we want to give you some instruction as well and so we're going to do more of that collaboration and hopefully a couple of them work out we still have some some kinks to work out but we'll do more collections uh more discipline specific collections possibly um and you know continuing to provide a monthly service um as always um and we actually have a lot of customers that you know we're we're customers of ours for like a year or so and then they're like you know what i'm gonna take a break and then we come out with these collections and they're like oh well this makes sense so uh we have people that buy these collections that are no longer monthly customers but still like what we're doing and want you know Mm -hmm. these super high quality art supplies so that's really nice to see you know different price points for different people 
Um, and yeah, I mean, we just have a list of so much stuff we want to do. And so the challenge, at least for this year, is, you know, how do you do it with just two people in a warehouse, right? Yeah. Eventually, <laughs> we're going to have to hire somebody. And, mm. you know, taking all that, that knowledge that we've learned over the last two or three years, it's, it's going to be difficult to give up, you know, part of your baby, you know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So uh, those are some of the things we're, we're thinking about and, and we're struggling with and stuff like that. But other than that, you know, the launch yesterday was just unbelievable. We had a tremendous response to this new collection. Um, I mean, it was, it was really, really, really amazing. So that's all I can say about that, unless you have any follow-up. I'm super excited about the letter inbox. I ordered mine yesterday. Um, and part of it for me was the the collaboration with Skillshare because I am a massive fan of Jessica Heesh's work. Mm-hmm. Um, so the thought of me getting some tools to do it and then having her teach me, <laughs> whilst I don't <laughs> think I could do anything nearly as good, uh, that yeah. definitely tipped it over the edge for me and was like, yes, that's the perfect. That is the perfect <laughs> mix of stuff. Yeah, 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 we're really, really excited. We didn't know how deep they wanted to, you know, partner with us. So when they came back with like. Yeah, we're not just just going to give people access to just these specific lettering collections. We're going to open up two free months of Skillshare, Skillshare Premium so that you have access to the, our entire catalog. We're like, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I I bought Jessica's book for Christmas for myself. And I was like, I, this is what I want to work on next year. So it's like perfect timing. So it's really cool. Yeah, and, you know, the timing of the box, you know, new year, new skill. I mean, we worked with a great uh letterer um jake uh and and he did all the the hand lettering on our um on our uh product page so yeah um, i saw you sent out the the link to his instagram and i wasn't following him so that was a that was a cool follow his uh his stuff looks really great yeah and in that box you know it's not you're not just going to get stuff for lettering i mean because it's kind of crazy you know we're selling just a box you don't know what's in it right <laughs> right <laughs> and go ahead and go ahead and tell us go ahead and tell us what's in it <laughs> well no one's li- no one listens to this show <laughs> Well, there's eight full-size essentials for experimenting <laughs> with lettering and illustrating lettering. We do have an exclusive first-look product in this collection that we're working. Uh, it's actually being manufactured right now. Yeah, um, who makes it? Uh, yeah, nice try. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, really excited for you and your sister. I'm, like, I don't know. I've Being, you know, in in this world myself now and working for myself and seeing what you guys have done is you know super helpful for someone like me just kind of you know and it's great to know you you know online to be able to pick your brain we can bounce things off each other from time to time and I'm just like so I feel like I want to say I'm proud of you but like you know like like we're related like you know you're my brother or something but I really am to see someone come into this market and do it so well so well thought out and just, you know, continue to nail it like every month. No, you guys bring it. And uh, I'm just, you know, I'm really I'm grateful that this that Art Snacks exists to give this community kind of exposure into stationary and analog tools and art and yeah. all these things that we talk about every day. And I just congratulations for just making a, a killer product um, and, um, you know, tell your sister congratulations as well. And uh, I'm just really, really excited for you guys and, and what the future holds. Well, thanks. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's just really, uh, it's totally humbling. You know, I have a great 
team, I have a great fulfillment partner, I have a great sister slash business partner, I have a great wife. So it's really like if you have the people around you to, you know, execute, if you have this crazy idea to send art supplies in the mail, I mean, <laughs> right? Like, and it just works. And if we can do it at a super high level and just keep it consistent, um, yeah, who knows what's going to happen. So uh, I s super appreciate you, uh, you know, having me on the show today. And Mike, thanks for having me on. Yeah, we will definitely do it again soon. That's for sure. Yes, yeah, absolute pleasure to talk to you, man. I've really enjoyed this. And thanks for helping me spend so much money. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if you want to catch our show notes for this week, you'll find uh, links to everything we've spoken about. You can find all of Lee and Art Snacks' great stuff over at relay.fm slash penaddict slash 188. If you want to find Brad online, he's over at penaddict.com um, and it's also at knock.co and he is uh, at dowdyism on Twitter, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M and penaddict on Instagram. Don't forget to sign up for a penaddict membership over at penaddict.com if you haven't already. The first newsletter went out last weekend and it was awesome, Brad. Bravo. So people... Thank you, sir. Uh, they want to they make sure that they get involved in that. Yeah, lots and, of good feedback on that. I appreciate it. Good. Um, and I am at imike, I-M-Y-K-E on Twitter. We'll be back next time. Thanks again to Harry's for sponsoring and thank you for listening. Till then, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad. Say goodbye, Lee. Bye, Lee. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.